Hello, and welcome to another Win Daily Sports Show. My name is Michael Rozeal. I got the man Sticks Picks here with me. We got your Week Nine preview of the NFL Sunday Main Slate. Sticks, how excited are you for Week Nine? There are a ton of good plays, so that's pretty cool. I do like the slate. Maybe a little too much that there's like mm. too many good plays. You know, like usually I like it narrowed if it's like a game or two, but Uh-oh. narrowing down my player pool a bit here. Yes. Um, but yeah, it should be a ton of good games. No weather anymore, so weather week 2020 is mm. over. Um, Let's ride. Hey, let's get into it. Well, let's ride. A couple housekeepings. Uh, obviously, follow sticks at S-T-I-X-P-I-C-K-S. Follow me at Michael Brazil one Follow us at WinDailySports. WinDailySports.com. Uh, sorry to cut you off. I got to 800 uh, followers, so thanks, guys. Oh, yeah. A big milestone. And Nick is team follow back. I'm not always. Sometimes I look at profiles and decide if I want to follow back or not. So we have different philosophies. I appreciate yours and respect yours. But if it's like a burner account, like, yeah. you know, like only here for DFS and then there are other. Yeah, then I won't follow back. But yeah. If you're but, if you're a good person, yeah. not talking politics all week, let's let's do this thing. I like you. I like you too. I like that. Uh, <laughs> Windowlysports.com backslash chat. Seven free days in our expert chat where you can ask sticks all the questions you want. You can also ask Adam and and Jason and Stoby and the whole team over there. I apologize, Ghost. Obviously, we know. And then of course we have our season pass. Everything on the site for the rest of the NFL season. It includes PGA. It includes NASCAR. It includes MMA. But we're calling it an NFL season pass again. Not. No, not sure who has the, whose idea that was, but it's the NFL season pass. You get everything for 10 bucks off through the Super Bowl. And, of course, the live stream, the Sunday morning live stream, 11 a.m. Central. Or, huh, Jesus Christ, how do I do that? 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central for you there Central Coasters go. out there. You 12 o'clock starting NFL mother efforts. Get the hell out of here, you freaks. But we're in here bed for by it. 10, baby. Sunday night in bed <laughs> by 10. I like that. I'm pretty jealous of that. I'm not going to lie. Uh, Ghost and Sticks will be there very, very, I guess, kind of early. Um, 11 o'clock Eastern on our YouTube page, on our homepage, on our Facebook, I think now, and Periscope, which is essentially Twitter. So that's the housekeeping. Let's get into it. Let's start with the first game. I got Seattle Buffalo up here. Should be fun. Both of these defenses used to be really good. I still think, like, I think we're kind of over Seattle now. I think we know, okay, Seattle's defense is bad. But I still think people out there think that Buffalo's defense is kind of good, which isn't true. It's not true. Buffalo's defense is bad, too. So I feel like this is going to be a really fun one. You told me before we got on, Chris Carson has been downgraded to out. Carlos Hyde, if I'm not mistaken, is also out. So I think this might be another DJ Dallas-type game. I think he had two tutties last game, so... Shout out DJ Dallas, but talk to me about this game, Sticks. What are you looking for in Seattle, Buffalo? Uh, this game's probably going to be the highest game in terms of pace and snaps played. So Hell obviously, yeah. the more snaps in a game, the more fancy point production possibilities. So you, yeah, I mean, you nailed it on the head. Buffalo's defense is not good. Ranked 24th in run defense DVOA, 22nd in pass defense DVOA. That is with Tredavious White playing most Ooh. games this year. Um, he's going to be on Metcalf. Good luck, buddy. Um, you just can't cover him at all. Uh, he's got uh, Metcalf appears to have like a foot on him. I think it's only like four or five inches, but good Lord, does he have a lot of weight on him too? It, it's send help to anybody that has to cover DK Metcalf. The guy is officially a star. Uh, last year we were kind of questioning his hands and everything. Obviously he had plenty of big games then, but dude, this guy is just insane. It's so I fun to it. watch. Um, great matchup for Tyler Lockett on the inside against Teron Johnson. I think every, podcast we have where the bills are on the main slate i will 
talk about how bad Teron Johnson is. So I don't know which receiver I'm leaning with. As of right now, Lockett is a little more chalkier on DraftKings. It's probably because he's cheaper. Mm-hmm. It's usually how it goes. The last Same thing was last week. I was all on Metcalf. Everybody was on Lockett because um, he was cheaper again. But, man, this is probably the best week to double stack him. Or, yeah, I mean, it's always a good week to double stack him. Last week it wasn't because Lockett didn't do a whole lot. But if mm-hmm. the Bills can keep the pace and score, which shouldn't be that hard. I mean, Seattle's defense looked really, really, really good last week unless I was just Garoppolo and the 49ers looking mm-hmm. really, really bad because they also made the Packers defense look pretty good last week until they went in a kind of a a lax defense and let Richie James do whatever he wanted on him, which was fun to watch. That dude's fast as hell. That, that, was, was, that was impressive, fun. honestly. That was very impressive. Yeah, but. so good for that. Um, DJ Dallas, yeah, Mr. Value on the slate now with uh, Chris Carson ruled out. But I think the models got him projected for 16 and a half points. Probably throttled that down a little bit. But either way, man, if he's projected for 13 or 14 at his price range, what is he, 5K? I got him 5.1 here on FanDuel. That is a hell of a bargain on FanDuel. Yeah, 5K on DraftKings, so only 5,100 on FanDuel. That is a massive, massive discount on FanDuel. Um, still pretty cheap on DraftKings, though. So that's going to open up a ton of value. I'm sure he's going to be super chalky now. No ownership projections have upgraded with that. Then on the other side, Diggs. Um, I guess you could play Cole Beasley. I'd never like to play Cole Beasley, but it's probably a really good spot for him especially if they're going to be chasing points, because I don't see how you stop Russell Wilson in this offense. They shouldn't go to a run-heavy offense. Just let Russ do his thing. It's working. Um, but, yeah, this should be a really good spot for Beasley. John Brown, downtown John Brown. What's mm-hmm. his price? He's super cheap, too. I got him 5.5K, uh, about 7% owned over here on FanDuel. 4,600 on DraftKings. He hasn't done shit since week two. Last year, I think he was a walking 10 points a game on PPR format, so he was a stud last year. Obviously, Diggs came in, took the – Heavy target share. I think he's at like 30% target share for Stephon Diggs. So that would be my guy, obviously, is Diggs. I mean, if you want to play Josh Allen, Diggs, and Brown together, Josh Allen, Diggs, and Beasley together and run it back with like Lockett or Metcalf and DJ Dallas because you're going to need some savings. And I prefer to go with my savings to uh, to be exposure to this game. So I think DJ Dallas is a great play for that. But so is John Brown. So is Cole Beasley. And then, yeah, whatever lineup you make that way, do the exact same thing and then get Metcalf in there, too. I like that. So that's how it goes. I think it's, I mean, obviously, again, I'm excited that we started with this one, and this wasn't my doing. This is just kind of how it started. But I think this is obviously going to be one of the more fun, as you said, up pace. We have an over-under of 54. It's a three-point game to Seattle. They're on the road. So I think that's just something to pay attention to. So in terms of DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, we've kind of seen it happen a couple times this year where, yes, both of them do go off. But it kind of almost, and season-long fans are probably really pissed off at this. Obviously, DFS players, you can just create two different lineups. But it's usually one or the other kind of thing. So it sounds like you're you're leaning a little bit more towards Lockett here, going against Teron Johnson on the inside. But as you said, you can't really cover DK Metcalf. If they want to target him 15 times a game, they're going to, and he's going to do his thing. So now I have the question here. DJ Dallas is there for savings. We saw Zach Moss score a couple touchdowns, get in the box multiple times last week. I don't know what it is on DraftKings, but over here on FanDuel, Devin Singletary and Zach Moss, both at 5.8K, the exact same price. What is the model saying? What are you saying? And what is it over on DraftKings as well? Because I think it's a relative 50-50 split now, but then you always have the option of Josh Allen ended up vulturing some of those touchdowns as well. Yeah, Zach Moss is uh, 5,200 on DraftKings. Got him projected for 9.18 points on the model right now. But 
I respect Seattle's run defense so much. They are, what are they in DVOA here? Six. Oh, and one, one thing to say about Seattle's defense, Carlos Dunlap is better than whoever the hell they had before. Not that he's a world beater, but he's going to be starting. And Jamal Adams, it looks like, is coming back. So he's just sure. fun to watch run around. Because it's like, hey, like, what if we use Jamal Adams correctly? And then that's what it that's what Seattle did. And, and he's been a lot of fun to watch there. So shout out to the Jets for being friggin idiots. But I apologize. I didn't mean to cut you off. Going back to those running backs, please. No, this is this show's all about cutting people off. We're, uh, We're pretty good. At it. Yeah, we, you get a thought, say it, you know, because otherwise you'll forget it. Or that's I will. At least. Yeah, I'll, I forget it all the time. Yeah, yeah I'm not going to play Monster Singletary. You're literally hoping for touchdowns if you play them. And I don't like to handicap my roster that way. Season long, you probably got to ride either of them if they're on your roster with uh, was this the most bye weeks we teams on a bye that we've had all season, right? There's six. I think so. I think it's one of the big ones. Yeah. So likely if you have, I like to make this a little bit of a season long show too. Really yeah. check all the boxes. Um, That's what we're here to do. But Help you, everybody yeah, if got, win. <laughs> if you got Moss or you got Singletary, you likely have to play them in season long, but you're probably hoping for touchdowns. I did see a lot of Moss lineups in the discord. Now that DJ Dallas is there, just go to that. Like, Get exposure to the better offense and against a bad run defense in Buffalo. I think that's where you go. I but think I don't expect DJ Dallas to go crazy. If you take away those two touchdowns last week, he didn't do shit because he was mm-hmm. very, but you know, San Francisco is a really good run defense, but he didn't do anything when he ran the ball. It's true. It's mostly those touchdowns. So again, it's very difficult in DFS to just bang on only touchdowns, especially like that. Um, and then again, going back to that Buffalo backfield, not only do you have two running backs, but you also have one of the better running quarterbacks who is always going to have the opportunity to to take the ball in as well. So I think that's a pretty solid breakdown of Seattle Buffalo. Let us move on to Detroit, Minnesota. We have an NFC North matchup. We have an over-under of 50 and a half. We have the Vikings at home favored by four and a half points. And we have Matt Stafford on the COVID list as of right now. There is the possibility that he will play in the game. I think he's not tested positive. I think he is close contact. So if he gets X number of tests in a row that are negative, he's fine. He will be able to play, but still little preparation for a week usually doesn't bode well. How are you seeing this game and how much Dalvin Cook are you going to have against this Viking or this uh, Detroit defense? That was fun. Uh, Vikings are our third right now on the just expected team totals tab. So mm. that's pretty wild. Uh, I do like Adam Thielen a bit. I like Justin Jefferson. You got to love Dalvin Cook. It's hard not to. Yes. Kenny Galladay has been ruled out. It was kind of expected, but he was ruled out today as well. I apologize. Thank you. Yeah, no, you're good. Uh, Dalvin Cook's going to be everybody's number one running back play this week for good reason. Coming off of a four total touchdown game last week. Insane. Um, 30% owned right now. Super expensive. I don't I don't know if he's going to be in my main lineup right now. Whoa. But it's a, he's got to play him in cash at that ownership. Um, yeah, I have 35% on FanDuel, 9.3K. So he's pretty expensive. Yeah, Detroit's run defense is getting better. Still 20th or 21st in run defense DVOA. And if you want to talk about offense efficiency, there is probably no one better at running the football than the Minnesota Vikings. Oh, they're third. Baltimore second. That's skewed because of Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Number one of the Rams, which, again, I love that offense. Really? And then Cleveland went down a little bit over the last couple of weeks because Cream Hunt couldn't do much in the last two matchups when I've had so much of them. Mm. Um, Nick yeah, Chubb I mean, to be dude, coming back in a couple of weeks, I hope. Let's I hope think. so. I think. Yeah, you cannot uh, you cannot go wrong with Delvin Cook right now. He's second on the model in total rushing yards at ninety three point one four. 
do not have his player prop up right now, but I'm I assume we're going to take the over on that though. <laughs> yeah. It's probably going to be like around 85 or something like that. Well, I'm in, I'm in. Just let me know Sunday morning, think, Saturday. I'm in. I think everybody's in play for the Vikings out of those three. I mean, Thielen's in a really, really, really good spot. I'm not sure if Desmond Trufant's back, but either, even if he is, those corners for Detroit have struggled. And it's Adam Thielen coming off of a down game, getting shadowed by Jair Alexander, who's a stud. We know mm-hmm. that. But this should be a big game for this Minnesota offense. At least the, the totals tool tells us that it should be. But, yeah, obviously Delvin Cook is by far and away the guy that you want the most of. On the other side, with Kenny Galladay being out. With, Marvin Jones. Yeah. Just lock him in. Yep, he's a cash play lock. He's probably a GPP lock for me. I don't care what his ownership is. He's only like 5,100 on DraftKings. Minnesota secondary is awful. Holden Hill, I think, is coming back. That is, I don't know how this dude has a job. I I needed to go try out for Minnesota, but you should try it. Yeah, I got a really bad knee, and I'm mm. not that fast. Um, okay, those are two things that are probably going to hold you back. So you can yeah. still try it out, though. Whatever. That's true. I could. Yeah, you seen that movie with uh that guy Vince Papale? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah I no. Um. I the uh, freaking uh, Tony Danza and the field goal kicking one, the Eagles movie. He was not a field goal kicker. He was special teams. No, no, no. That's a di- it's a different movie. I was making a joke. There's a there's a legitimate movie right for anybody out there. Yeah, anybody out there. Tony Danza was in a movie. He was a garbage man, and he actually then tried out for the Eagles and made the Eagles because he used to kick the lever on the garbage truck. It's insane. That it is. Huh? But both of them are Eagles movies. That's the funniest part. Um, and I hate Philadelphia as well as I mean, this week they did some they did some stuff. But like, I definitely hate Philadelphia, and I still want them to know that. But I do respect them, and that's the worst part. Um, so yeah, even uh, Marvin Jones definitely, even with potential of Chase Daniel starting the game. Yeah, I think so. Why wouldn't they go to the blah plow? No, it, Stafford's gonna play. He tested negative today. They're gonna play. Like okay. They're, right. they're going to find a way to get him to play. And another thing of note, I think this is a blow-up spot for TJ Hawkinson. Mm. On the model, um, in terms of target share, highest target shares at the tight end position, he is number two right behind – or number three right behind Kelsey and Waller. So if this game does go up pace, if they're chasing points because Delvin Cook is going nuts, I love to run it back with Hawkinson and Marvin Jones. You can get Marvin Hall in there if you want some value. Let's see what he's at. 3800 that's a really, really good price for a guy like that. I know he only had one big week, but with Galladay out, Marvin Hall looked to be you know, super uh, super deep targets there. His eight out was through the roof, so that's pretty good. 4.6K. 4.6K from Marvin Hall over here on uh, FanDuel. That's so damn cheap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Marvin Jones, lock him in your cash games on DraftKings. I'll say that much. Love it. I mean, you could play Stafford, too. I think Stafford, Marvin Jones, and Hawkinson. I am out on Stafford just because, well, maybe. I don't know. Maybe I'll come back. Stafford, you dog, you get me every time. Gets you every time. (laughs) I don't know if he's in my player pool yet, but let's see what the yardage says real quick. Sorry. What was he? Projected yardage here for Matthew Stafford is 278. Pretty good, but there's like six quarterbacks that are over 280, so I'm likely to go to those guys. Love it. Love it, love it. All right. Uh, I think that's enough NFC North for right now. Let's move on. Carolina traveling to Kansas City over under a 52. Kansas City favored by 10 points. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, I guess, right? Just start him. I always play him, but I don't know. I don't see how Carolina keeps this close. The Jets didn't keep it close. 
They did not. Patrick, but well, the but Jets, they also the bad could, part of the Jets defense is the secondary. The and, bad part of the Carolina defense is the run defense. Obviously, mm-hmm. they are terrible. We talk about that all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Twenty six and run defense DVOA. Is this a game that we see Le'Veon Bell and Clyde Edwards-Helaire both score a touchdown? I can I parlay that out of curiosity. Is that allowed? Uh, yeah, but um, that may be legal. Might... Sportsbooks consider that to be a like conflict of interest, or I don't know the actual term, but usually you can't do correlate correlating correlating parlays. So you can't like take the Chiefs money line and the over. Usually, that's stupid. Yeah, I, mean, I know these things, but they still piss me off. Like, let me bet my money how I want. Like, who call, the hell are you? Call Ben DiNucci. Maybe he's now yeah. being a uh, yeah. I think he's maker now that he's not. A... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry to all Italian people. I just uh, yes, you're... all us Italian people. <laughs> Sticks all yeah, us Italian people. Ticket. Can't tell, can you? Um, Never make an honest dollar, honey. You gotta just. <laughs> <laughs> My best friend, uh, best man at my wedding. You're, you're good, man. You're good. We all know you're kidding. You're you fine. Be in the mafia, though. Honestly. Somebody's coming for you, but don't worry. We think you're fine. Um, so yeah, I think the running, uh, the the run defense of Carolina. We've said it all year. I mean, we we smashed Josh Jacobs. I think that was week one. He had thirty something points, a couple touchdowns, well over hundred yards. In this situation, though, with Ceh and with Le'Veon Bell, Le'Veon Bell hasn't really been integrated too much into the office offense. Granted, the last couple weeks he hasn't really needed to be. Is this the week, you know, as you said, maybe both of them scored a touchdown. Is this the week where that share, that split is a little bit started to go? I think it was close to 50-50 last week, but it gets to a legitimate 50-50 or even, you know, spikes a little bit to the uh, Le'Veon Bell side? I don't think so. I think they're going to use the young lugs of uh, Edwards Hilaire and still use him as their RB1. And, like, they don't need to use – like, if Le'Veon Bell is just kind of a safety blanket for this team's longevity here in the playoffs, I think that's how I look at Le'Veon Bell. He's still going to get some carries for sure, but I think they're going to they're going to trust Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. I think that that would be my pick here in this game to score like a GPP running back if you want to go with mm-hmm. him. There's just so many damn good running backs on this slate, but I don't know. Love Bell, thirty three percent of the snaps in his first game in Week Seven, only twenty six in Week Eight. So I don't know. I think. I just trust Hilaire here. I don't like this spot, and he definitely doesn't project that well compared to other people in that price range. But if you need a GPP running back, then probably no one's going to play as Clyde Upper Hilaire. I think that's a good spot. All right. Well, let's, let's talk about the actual. Yeah. I was going to say, what if we went to the other side and we saw our friend uh, Mr. Christian McCaffrey coming back, his first game back since, what, week two, week three? Uh, he has been out with a knee injury. He is back. Uh, he was a lock last year, pretty much just however you could get him into your lineup. You did it. First game back against Kansas City defense. Chris Jones was put on the COVID list. I think that's something very important to say. Um, how do you feel about Mr. Mr. CMC coming back first game? Do you think he's going to get a full 2020, uh, 2020 workload? No, I don't. And I hope I'm wrong. He's only like 3% owned right now. Like, how are people? He's yeah, 3% over here as well. You did whatever you needed to do to put him in your lineup last year. Now he's the cheapest he's probably ever been since he's been, you know, CMC, or mm-hmm. the nickname, and everybody knows who he is. That's pretty wild. That's really cheap. And the way you do beat, you know, you're not going to beat Kansas City, but the way you move the ball on them is through the ground. Uh, Underground, as some dude, people like to know. say. I don't have McCaffrey projected for a wor- full workload. Let's see. I ran it a ton of times. Got a bunch of different simulations to see what would make the most sense. And I got him at, where is he at? 54% of the rushing yards. So that goes some to Teddy. 
and almost 30% to Mike Davis. I don't, I just don't see how they just throw away Mike Davis. Uh, they have Christian McCaffrey. It's pretty, pretty easy to throw away Mike Davis in that situation. No offense to Mike Davis. Come on the podcast. But you see how much of a headache this game gives me. So I'm, I'm likely just fading it. I'm not going to play Kelsey. That's going to suck. He's under 10% owned. I mean, maybe in GPPs, I may write something up because Mahomes will be in my player pool just because he's Patrick Mahomes. But I don't like this game at all because there's just too many headaches. I don't want to deal with it. So I'm just pretending exactly. it doesn't exist. I like, I like that. Hey, man. You got to make a stance, and your stance is my head hurts, and I, I respect I can't you for the game it. Out, you know, like I hey, man. cannot make a good lineup with it. That you are the guy that won over two hundred thousand dollars in one week, not me. I'm just the guy that likes talking to a microphone and poke fun at people like you. So I hope, I think we got a good relationship. So let's yeah, no, never offended. You could offend. Let's me keep time. it going. Watch out for that Italian it's guy a, that's, just, that's yeah, creeping up behind you, though. Your old heritage. <laughs> yeah, watch out. Watch out behind it's a you. Joke. It's how I'm doing stand up on this, but sitting down. <laughs> Oh, Jesus, that was bad. Um, all right, let's move on. Um, Chicago going to Tennessee. Tennessee favored by six and a half now. I think it was six a couple days ago. Uh, we have an over-under of 47. I want to say, I know this is not the betting show. Definitely check out the betting show CNI did uh, on Wednesday. And I think we were both in agreement. Chicago loses this game, but somehow figures out a way to cover. Tennessee has come back down to earth from that awesome start they had. They haven't really beat anybody that good yet. And they definitely should have lost to the Jags and the Texans. So they really, I don't think, are that good of a team. But hey, your record is what they say they are. RIP Denny Green. Um, what uh, what do you got for this game? Uh, Tennessee, Chicago, six and a half points. Talk to me on the DFS side. Allen Robinson blow-up game. Oh, thank you. My season-long team really appreciates that. Uh, no further questions. Okay, cool. No, you, you, can play, uh, you can play Mooney. I think that's a really good spot for him. He's super cheap. Um, the Bears do play pretty quick. That's the thing I like here. But the model has Allen Robinson projected for 77 receiving yards, uh, 25% chance to score. I think this is a very, very good matchup with Malcolm Butler and Jonathan Joseph. I I don't know if Malcolm Butler's going to shadow. I don't care, honestly. I think uh, the way that Tennessee's defense just cannot get a pass rush at all Robinson's going nuts. Love it. Let's look at his props. You go ahead and talk about Derrick Henry if you want. Because you can't uh, run Chicago. We talk about that all the time. But. Derrick Henry can run the ball. Uh, Derrick Henry is 8.9K owned over here on FanDuel, about 18, 19%. Um, he's really good. He's a running back that doesn't catch the ball, though. You know, that's something that we always have to worry about. You got to trust the process. The process says you never can play him because he only makes one catch a game. And I mean, at that point, you should really never play him ever, right? I think that's the logic. Yeah, no player props mm-hmm. yet on Robinson. I think they're waiting on the uh, the COVID thing for the Bears offensive line, which is going to be a disaster. But still, I think this is a great spot for Allen Robinson. Derek Henry, yeah, I, I don't think this is a game I'm going to use a ton of Henry in. But I don't know. It's hard to fade that guy. But I'm probably going to fade it. But he is projected for 105 rush yards. This guy's just a staple every single week in the yeah. model. The only guy to project for over 100 rushing yards every single game. I love it. I can't wait. All right, let's move on. I think that's enough uh, Chicago talk. Chicago kind of sucks. Anyway, um, this is going to be an interesting one. Houston and Jacksonville. Uh, Jacksonville is starting a new quarterback, RIP. Uh, that's why I have half my mustaches for Gardner Minshew. They're, they're starting Jake Luton out of... Oregon State, if I'm not mistaken, sixth round pick. Yikes. Yeah, he's a big and, dude, though. 
I watched his tape today because I had to. Okay, well, he's an Oregon State quarterback. So that right there tells me pretty much everything I need to know. Oregon State is god-awful, and he probably is too. The question I have for you, and I pose this to see again, not a betting show, but just, man, like the line didn't move. It opened at minus seven, and it's still at minus seven. Does the world think that little of Gardner Minshew? It's so sad. <laughs> he's bad, dude. I know, uh, but like... He's going to be all right. I really do. I don't think he'll be that good. I think he's serviceable at 4,900. Don't be surprised to see him in the cash article tonight. Mm. Um, Oregon State does run a pro-style offense. They go under center. They go shotgun. They run play action. He's not mobile. He's like he's a big, he's a big boy. Yeah, big goofy dude. Should be playing basketball, honestly. But it's only 6'6". I guess that doesn't cut it in basketball anymore. But you could pass on Houston. I I don't see how Houston doesn't blow them out of the water, though. But I do love James Robinson yep. in this matchup. The model loves him. Houston ranked 27th and run defense DVOA. That's really bad. There's just so many good rushing matchups this week, man. It's insane. Um, but, yeah, I like James Robinson a ton. Chris Thompson is back, so temper your expectations in the passing game for Robinson. But it seems like they just give this guy full run, so I'm not too worried about Chris Thompson. I don't want to talk about him. How about – the Texan side of the ball. Um, I think last time we saw this, this was the game that Bill O'Brien, he got fired and then they played Jacksonville. And this was the Brandon Cooks game where he had, he went from zero points to like what felt like 300 points. Um, is this another Brandon Cooks, Randall Cobb? I mean, Will Fuller didn't get traded. That's something, right? I think it's a, uh, if you're playing Watson, double stack him with Will Fuller and Cooks for sure. Like the, the mile projects Cooks are over 14 points. I think that's the highest I've had him. Will Fuller for right around 17. I think that, yeah, it's a great spot. You Jacksonville is the worst pass defense in the NFL. Ouch. All right. That's something good to know. What is, I just want to see Deshaun Watson, 10% owned, 8.3K over here on FanDuel. So I think I'm going to fade him. I think I'm going to fade. There's just too many good quarterbacks. If he's going to be 10% owned, Josh Allen's going to be 10% owned or 15% owned, and Russell Wilson's going to be 15, I'm not going to play the guy that's 10 most likely. I see it in Watson for like 13 on drafting. It's a really good spot for him, though. Maybe we play him in cash. I don't know. But, again, like I said to start the show, just too many good plays. I don't see how Jacksonville keeps it that close or keeps the pace going. So that's where I kind of back off. And it's not like Houston's been a full-on – pass offense like they give david johnson and duke johnson a lot of runs so think of the johnson brothers yeah think i'm out on this game love Is it j rub maybe j rub cooks on one side or j rub mm. stacks do that but i like it i like it i like J-Rub it probably in a, one of my core gpp plays you'll see him in the gpp article we'll see we got a gpp article we got a cash article and we have our prop locks too very excited for those um Let's hop to it. Detroit and Atlanta. Uh, total of about 50 over under. And then we have Atlanta favored by four. We down in the ATL. Georgia's been getting rocked recently. Alabama, um, you know, all of the Falcons losses pretty much. A lot of stuff going on in the state of Georgia. So talk to me a little bit about this game. Uh, Calvin Ridley, I think, is questionable right now, if I'm not mistaken. He's just questionable. Um but he's not very owned because uh, I think most people realize he's probably not going to play. So what are you thinking for this game? Uh, it's Denver and Atlanta. You said Detroit. Sorry to the listeners. Damn it. Sorry, listeners. Uh, yeah, we have mental errors sometimes. Hang me now. <laughs> uh, Drew Locke, ton of value here at 5,200. I'm not sure I want to get down to that, but it's a really good spot. We always talk about picking on Atlanta and their lack of pass defense, ranked 30th and pass to UVOA. That is really bad. 
Jerry Judy in a great spot. Sounds mm-hmm. like Tim Patrick's coming back, so my love for Judy is going down a little bit. But I still do like Judy. I think he'll probably be in my cash lineup. If Lindsay's out, uh, you get a really good price of Melvin Gordon at 5,300 on DraftKings. Noah Fant, excellent spot. I think he is number four in tight end target share when I mentioned Kelsey Waller and then Hawkinson. Noah Fant, super popular, though. Um, probably, I mean, I don't know if I'm playing him or if I'm playing Judy in cash, but Julio Jones, man, wheels up. AJ Bouye is out, I believe. Um, not like I'm afraid of him anyway. Julio Jones. 10, 12 targets in this game. This is going to be a monster game for Julio Jones. JFC. Um, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. All right, let's move on. That was an easy Hayden one. Hurst too. Oh, Hayden Hurst too. Yes. Well. Yeah, I got screwed. I played uh, I played Bob Tanyan in uh, one of my season-long teams. Didn't work. Do you have Hayden Hurst? I do. You got to start him every week, man. But he's uh, he's been so frustrating this year. And I know because like... Three, man. Do- if, if Ridley's out, this is a really good spot for... Yeah. Hayden. I wish I talked to you more often. Um, let's move on. We have Baltimore and Indianapolis. Ooh, this line's been moving. This is cool. Over under of 48. Baltimore is now favored by one and a half points on the road. Always love those home dogs. Talk to me a little bit about this game. Do we really want to play anybody? 5% owned Lamar Jackson, certainly. Mm-hmm. I like that. I think Less than 1% owned really Philip Rivers, though? Is that <laughs> one per- less than 1% anything? No, no it doesn't do it okay. for me. Um, <laughs> Hollywood Brown scores a touchdown this week. Broadcast and Xavier Rhodes cannot keep up with this guy. He's finally getting in the box. Mainly well, the reason he doesn't score is because Lamar Jackson. I was just Brown. about to say, does Lamar Jackson actually hit him? He's open all the time, but does Lamar, Lamar actually hit him this week? I think that's more the question. Uh, yeah, that's a good question. Um, I can't believe Hollywood Brown's priced at 6K still. That's good for DraftKings to kind of block him, but I don't know. I think this is a really good spot for him. I got him at 5.8K, 10% owned. Um, Mark Andrews, remember him? He was really good last year. Did we? Trey Burton? I know you're a huge fan of Trey Burton. <laughs> no, I'm not playing anybody from Indy. Not one person. Mm. Mark Andrews, though? Yeah, if you play Lamar, you can stack him with. It's kind of like Russell and mm-hmm. Lockett Metcalf. Just play one lineup with one, play one lineup with the other, double stack him. But no, I mean, Mark Andrews at 48K, 4,800 on DraftKings. That is criminally low. Yes, I'm in on Mark Andrews. I did not know he's priced that low. Jeez. Damn. Right. I love watching your wheels spin, like your wheels kind of like in your brain, just kind of like the, the gears turning. I always enjoy that part of these shows. Yeah, dude, Lamar's going off. Crossing my fingers. Um, all right. That game's kind of boring anyway. Uh, Darius Leonard is back for the Colts. I will say that. He definitely is looked really good last easily one of the best linebackers in the league. And when he's there, I mean, the dude gets like 15 tackles and a forced fumble. It feels like every friggin' game. So pretty damn impressive on that side. So let's move on. Uh, mm, Giants, Washington, over under a 42.5. Gi- uh, Washington favored by two and a half points. Anybody in this game? Gibson and Evan Ingram. All we need to talk about, both defenses are in play, too. I like it. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm moving on. Don't worry. Um, Las Vegas. Yeah, exactly. That I'm not going to put my stake in it at a game that has a 42 over under. Las Vegas Raiders, Los Angeles Chargers. What do we got here? Chargers are favored by one point. Let's take the Raiders. Um, and we have the over under of 51 and a half. See, that's more fun. What do you got for uh, for this game? Trayvon Mullen trying to cover Mike Williams is going to be a disaster. Mike Williams, smash game. Two touchdowns. Oh. 89 yards. You called it the two-touchdown game? I'm doing it. 
All right. Mike Williams. Keenan Allen's going to be a great play to Marcus Joyner. We probably talk about him every podcast. Um, He's back. Brother's going to play. I mean, that's a just a really, really, really good double stack right there. It's Herbert and the two receivers, Keenan Allen and um, do, do, do Mike Williams. But, yeah, Mike Williams, 5,100 on DraftKings. He's cheap on FanDuel, I think, when I built a lineup over there. 62. Was, yep. Go. Go. Oh, 62. Two, less than 2% owned out here on FanDuel. Yep, Mike Williams. Keenan Allen, though, 7.5 and 18% on, so that's something to pay attention to. And then just for argument's sake, Justin Herbert, 7.9 and 10% owned over Great here. Spot for him. I, I like to run it back with one of Waller or Josh Jacobs. I think I prefer Josh Jacobs just because Las Vegas has been playing very, very slow lately and just running the shit out of the ball. And I think... Josh Jacobs is due for a big game. I know he had a big game last week, just no touchdowns. But mm-hmm. that's, yeah. I think, where I really want to go. Um, Mike Williams and then Josh Jacobs. Keenan in there, too. Herbert's yeah. in a lead play this week. I think this is a really fun game. I'm just worried about Las Vegas taking the air out of the ball and mm. not letting yeah, uh, I think- the Chargers play so at pace, which they've been doing lately. Josh Jacobs had something like 30 carries last week, over 120 yards. So it was a nice game, but yeah, couldn't get in the box. So if you don't have any of those bonuses in season long, it was a little disappointing. But hey, that's the way the cookie crumbles. Um, all right, let's move on. Miami, Arizona. Uh, we got Tua back. He looked like dog shit his first time, but we'll see. Maybe this game's a little different. We have an over-under of 49.5, which seems kind of low especially with the way this Arizona offense moves. So I'm curious what you think on that. And we also have Arizona favored by four and a half points. How do you feel about Kyler Murray in this offense? I think they're coming off a bye too, if I'm not mistaken. That might be kind of fun. Yeah, Chase Edmonds chalk week too. Oh yeah, Kevin Drake is out. Yep, yep. run him. Miami's defense is the wor- run defense is the worst in the NFL. The corners are super good with Xavier Hayward and Jones. Was it Byron Jones? I mm-hmm. was his name somehow you did a great job i still like kyler I, I still do i think as good as those corners are they don't play guys like deandre hopkins often cooper cup had a monster game last week and mm-hmm. robert woods had a solid game it, it's fine this is a really good spot for larry fitzgerald as well at 3800 um that's disgusting but he's coming off the best game of his season last uh week seven whatever it was mm-hmm um, but I probably want to get all my exposure just through Chase Edmonds and maybe even using Arizona's defense because Miami's offense is not good, especially without Gaskin. That's yep. Gaskin, Brita, and Tua starting his second game. Yikes. Chase Edmonds, 30% owned over here on FanDuel, by the way. Um, Kenny yeah, Drake yep. is out. And I think Drake Kirkpatrick might be out. And I know we like to pick on him, so I'm kind of curious if, if he's their starting slot corner. Jesus Christ, I'm curious who the guy behind him is. So maybe you'll have some more information for us on that on the Sunday stream, but I think this could be a fun one over under 49 and a half kind of low, right? If, if Drake Kirkpatrick is in or out, I still think this is a really good spot for Devonte Parker. Um, you could play Preston Williams too. If you want the, both of them are cheap. If you think this game is going to go up pace, no one's going to play Kyler this week. So that's pretty wild. Or just get Chase Edmonds and run it back with Parker or Williams on the other side. What about the goat? Goatsaki, he's pissing me off lately. I need to see it. I need to see it with uh, him in Tua. Yeah. But if he's priced at 4.4 and Mark Andrews is 4.8 and Hayden Hurst is 4.1, I am not going to play Gusecki. Yeah. Uh, Adam Shaheen has more touchdowns, I think, this year than Gusecki, which is just something to note. Saving them. They're just saving. Yes, saving him for their playoff run. Absolutely. Absolutely. I like that. Um, all right. Last game. We got Pittsburgh and Dallas. 
Uh, looks like it is an over-under of 42 with Pittsburgh favored by 14 Brilliant. and a half points. Am I reading that right? Yeah, I think so. 14 and a half points. We, we eclipsed the magical number of 14. They even gave us the hook on that one. I mean, somehow Ben DiNucci, they decided he looked so bad uh, and it wasn't, you know, the offensive line's fault or Zeke's fault for not doing anything. It was definitely Ben DiNucci's fault. So we're going to Cooper Rush or Garrett Gilbert. Um, two real people. I uh, just want to really say that these people are actual quarterbacks. So, is there any place from this game uh, with an over-under that low and a spread that big? I mean, unless it's just, hey, James Conner, you know, hopefully you can run the ball 100 yards, two touchdowns kind of thing. Yeah, but if, I mean, Zeke Elliott is claiming he's hurt, so we'll see what happens with that. I feel like he's never missed a game ever. Um, you better not Dallas, miss this one. Dallas is just going to be a shit show. Um, but that, what worries me about James Conner is them being up 21 nothing, 24 nothing, 28 nothing, 30 nothing, whatever the case may be. Love it. Um, McFarland and Snell, but yeah, I mean, James Conner is in an absolute amazing spot here. I love it. Uh, yeah, I think that's probably about it from this game. So late game hammer looks like it's going to be that Vegas. Oh no, we got a couple. Okay. So the two late games, we got Miami, Arizona. You can run it back over there. You have Vegas and the chargers, uh, and the fun games that we talked about in the beginning, Seattle, Buffalo, Detroit, Minnesota should be a lot of fun and a little Houston, Jacksonville. Maybe I think that's mostly a little, just sprinkle that in. But that's uh that's our preview. That is it. Sticks, where can everyone find you on the internet? At Sticks Picks, S-E-I-X-P-I-C-K-S. Thank you all for the support and uh, the kind words. And we'll see you Sunday on the live stream. Look for the articles coming out. Maybe both of them tonight. We'll see. see mm-hmm. Make it crazy. But Might I will have my, uh, my full leans on Sunday. That's yes, it. all the leans will be out on Sunday, the live stream, 11 a.m. You can find it on our website, on our YouTube page. It's free. It's here. We're, we're having fun. A lot of engagement. It's always a blast. Ask all the questions you want. Make sure to follow him at StixPicks, S-T-I-X-P-I-C-K-S, me at Michael Brazil one us at Windaily Sports, and again, windailysports.com backslash chat. Seven free days in our expert chat. You get it for everything, not just NFL. So for Sticks, for myself, for the rest of the Windaily Sports team, we appreciate you and hope you make it a very profitable week nine in the NFL. Lego. Like, oh.